if you if you like that, if you like seeing kids being transformed, this is this is the place to be. Yep. Where you will see some definite results. You will see kids making decisions for Christ and right. rededicating their lives. And I, I can't think of anything more exciting than that. And uh, so I would say, if that's you, get that's involved. Right. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. Glad that you're listening today. Welcome to you, Brad. Welcome, Steve. Steve sounds a little funny today because he's looking a little funny and he's got a new microphone. Wow. I sound terrible. No, you sound good. You look good. Funny is pretty normal. Looking good. And looking good, it's feeling good, darling. Yes. 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 <laughs> so what's going on, Bradley? Oh, you know, we just, uh, I mean, it's summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Little Fresh Prince. That's DJ, right. DJ back, Jazzy Jeff. Uh-huh. Did you appreciate all that? <sighs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> Poor listeners. Wow. <laughs> they just turned it off. And the fact that I just knew that. <laughs> is, that's right amazing. Off, that just dates both of us is all that Let's does. Let's leave now. The okay. top is already down on the Jeep. We'll pull the doors off. Let's get out of let's here. Let's go. It's been fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, that was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> if no, at least we think we're funny if nobody else does, right? Hey, people tell me they listen. I, they don't tell me why they listen. Exactly. But they tell me we listen. Exactly. So, so in all seriousness, what are we yes. talking about today? Uh, we have a couple guests on our show. We did the spring meetings back in May. Yes, we and, did. And... Uh, Al and Teresa were here from Decatur, Alabama. So I sat them down. We listened to a few stories and uh, yeah, went from there. Now, I don't remember. So you can refresh me. Did they say what their roles were at Decatur and and what their what who they are and where they're from? They did, did. They, they did yep. all that fun stuff. Yep. OK, well, then we don't need to do that. Yeah, they're just you weren't on the interview. You, you, exactly. Yeah. So they're just two fabulous people that spend some time with people. you. Yep. Yep. They introduce themselves. They tell a few stories why they love First Priority. And hopefully it's an encouragement to those listening. Great. Well, let's jump in then. All right. Well, as Steve said, I am here with Al and Teresa. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Well, obviously, we've hung out a few times. We met at the fall conference. Al, mm-hmm. we've, I don't know, we've been around for a while, mm-hmm. Teresa, but our audience may not know who you are. So would you take a moment, introduce yourself, tell a little bit about who you are, family, things of that nature? Sure. Uh, of course, my name is Al Miller. Uh, come from, I grew up in, in uh, Birmingham okay. uh, most of my life and ended up in Decatur probably back in 1987. Wow. And uh, joined uh, Decatur Baptist Church okay. a couple of years later where I met Larry Franks, who's now our director of the uh, First Priority of Greater Decatur. Yes. And uh, he was a student pastor. Okay. And uh, we began probably back in 1990 just praying for... Uh, actually, a little later than that. I said 1990, but it was actually later. But we began to pray about how could we impact schools and uh, never really realized that we would ultimately end up in an organization like First Priority. Right. So in a sense, I've been praying for this ministry opportunity for years, um, being involved with the student ministry with, with Larry. And uh, when the opportunity came up for him to to get involved, I was very excited about it. So I've been a donor from okay. the very beginning. Okay. And uh, I worked for the Boeing company for several years and wow. just retired. Okay. And just decided that it would be a good opportunity for me to come and join the team. Sure. And uh, 
So I just really believe the first priority is the what I call the the last resort for uh, fighting the enemy in the schools. I mm. mean, it's it's where we uh, fight against the indoctrination that you see in schools today. Yep. Uh, we uh, we have an opportunity to to teach kids how to share the gospel yep. uh, and bring people into the kingdom. So for me, it's not. I was sharing this on my way up. It, it's not necessarily that I. I'm all excited about kids, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited about what we do yep. to help kids reach other kids. So, okay. Uh, that whole initiative to me is a very, very exciting. So yeah. I worked for Boeing for almost 20 years okay. as a manager. Um, okay. So I think I bring a few leadership <laughs> skills to the table. Okay. And I felt like I could use it uh, in helping first priority or, or I could be playing golf. I don't know which ones. <laughs> You'd be working so, for first priority playing golf. That's you could true. do both, right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, you know, we look for, I, I was looking for a ministry opportunity when I retired. Cool. And mm-hmm. I retired early enough that uh, uh, I, I still had some energy. That's so, awesome. So uh, I awesome. decided that this is, where I, this is where I wanted to minister. So, And how long you been on staff? A uh, little under a year now, about nine months. I okay. started in this school year cycle. Okay. And uh, so very exciting. It's a great Great team there in Decatur. It is. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we pick get, on Larry a lot. At least yeah, our office yeah. picks on Larry a lot. Yeah. But you two too. Literally, it gives me something uh-huh. to do every day. I mean, I could, you know, it, I, I'm for the last 35 years, 37 years, I've been getting up every day and going to a place where we had goals and objectives that we had to meet each and every day. And yeah, I try to bring that same mentality into the first priority office. So I, cool. I get up every day and get ready. Yep. Go down to the office. I have my shirt on that has yep. first priority emblems on it. So mm-hmm. um and then I just try to work within the team. We try to it. collaborate on a lot of different things. I I really enjoy uh going out and presenting the gospel during the uh the evangelism week. So okay. that's something I really enjoy doing. I and, love it. Um I love it. So really that's my I'm married uh for thirty Five years to nice. Sylvia. Nice. We have uh, four kids and uh, seven grandkids. So, wow! Congratulations. Um, I do get my share of of opportunities to to minister there, but uh, yep. Are they all close? Yeah, they're all there in in uh, Decatur area, so we get a chance to see them when we can. Beautiful. Uh, but uh, yeah, Beautiful. it's it's been great. Cool. I I uh, look forward to what Lord's going to be doing in the future with First Party, and just glad to be a part of the team. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah. I'm Teresa Cox. I um, have been a layman for First Priority for over 10 years. Um, I was at a yeah. middle school locally and just felt like um, it was actually a school in the opposing side of town from where my own child went to school. Um, but I just felt like that, that school needed Jesus just like my kids' school did. And so um, started doing First Priority in middle school, which is a whole nother animal yep. compared to the high school. But I uh, have loved those kids. And, and then in... Uh, sometime in the fall last year, uh, Larry Franks, uh, several people mentioned first priority and I had just, I was getting ready to finish my master's and first priority was only a, a volunteer gig. It was sure. just never going to be more because why do you get, you know, why do you get a master's and then mm-hmm. uh, go to ministry? Yep. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense in my head. And then yeah. um, the Lord just very clearly showed me in Isaiah and Jeremiah uh, the call on my life to come into ministry and be a part of First Priority, that this passion I had uh, equated to a calling, and, and that's how I was going to serve Him. Nice. And so in October, I came on part-time, 
Um, I'm an accountant by um, by trade, and so mm-hmm. I do that some on the side. But okay. uh, four days a week, I'm a part of an expansion for First Priority into Coleman, Alabama. Okay. Um, we have seen, I believe, it's. In, I, I apologize, I should know this number, but Sorry. it's. Um, we've seen at least seven to ten kids come to know Christ, um, and then we've had the same number rededicate their lives. Okay, um, down in so, Coleman. Yes, nice. Uh, and we just started clubs in February. Wow. So we've we've seen the Lord do that work, um, uh, and so we're just full steam ahead. We're ready for the summer and to get training and to mm-hmm. continue to make partnerships. Um, just cool. looking forward to what God's going to do. But I'm also married, probably the youngest uh, grandmother, working for First Priority. <laughs> wow. I have 15 grandkids, got to beat Miller. Wow. Uh, I'm married into that. But, okay. Uh, um, Very cool. Uh, the Lord um, blessed us greatly, and we have uh, seven kids and uh, 15 grandkids. But wow. But we stay busy. So yes, the you Lord's do. gracious. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think you uh, you both started to hit on it a little bit. But yeah, why First Priority? Why finish a master's degree? I'm assuming it's not in nonprofit mm-hmm. management. Mm-hmm more of the accounting line of things. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you uh, helping start First Priority in a new area? I just felt like at the end of the day, you know, there were there was this eternity was at stake. Yeah. And, you know, I've been in church my entire life, and you're always told, go and be a missionary, go and tell people about Jesus. But so often the kids don't understand what that looks like. Yeah. And so the masters at that end of it was just kind of irrelevant. It was... It was something I did and I, I felt proud of, but um, it didn't yield any eternal fruit. And, mm-hmm. uh, and this does. Yeah. So yeah. It was an easy choice when the Lord showed it to me in his word. You got a good story from the time since February, or even networking the church, because you've been working longer than February, right? I started, started... part-time in October. Okay. Uh, there there was a Thursday. It was a random Thursday. I remember sitting in my car and I, I don't have an office in Coleman mm-hmm. yet, so I'm just um, frequenting a couple coffee shops. And I just remember sitting there and thinking, Lord, there's this other coffee shop I could go to, but I'm, I'm just going to go here today. I'm just going to trust you. And I can't do it by myself. I remember praying that. I remember which way my car was parked. I remember everything about that morning. I love those moments. And then I went in and the entire day, donors walked in and said, I'm going to start giving to first priority. Hmm. Like people that I knew, mm-hmm. they happened to frequent that coffee shop that day. Wow. Um, someone... D- Agreed that morning, first one out of the gate to sponsor an entire school year. Really? Yeah. I was like, what? You know, a school for the year. <laughs> uh-huh. It just blew me away. Wow. And then pastors who wouldn't return my calls, they showed up hmm. and they, they were a captive audience. I, I got yeah. to talk to them and, yeah. and do my spiel, even though they wouldn't have returned my call. Mm-hmm. Um, people saw the emblem on the back of my laptop and walked up and asked about first priority. Okay. Um, just the entire day. It was and then that night, so seven, eight people I interacted okay. with today, and I just thought, <clears throat> about noon, I'm like, okay, God, you're doing something. <laughs> and that evening, there was a, a church and a school that we could not just, we couldn't get connection in. And I sat down at a friend named Dawn's house. She has a monthly Bible study. And I sat down and sharing with him this amazing day. God did all these things, and all I was doing was sitting on my high knee. I mean, mm-hmm. I was literally doing nothing. God was doing it all. Sure. And... I said, but there's this one school, and to my left was the wife of the pastor Hmm. at the church that we needed. Hmm. And she right away said, I want to be a part. I'll talk to my husband. We'll get our church involved. And I just remember thinking, this is insane. I'm I'm doing nothing. And the Lord has opened every single door. And there's been discouragement since, but that Thursday... 
I mean, there was enough to get you through a year of just sure. the Lord being faithful. Just opening the door. Yes. I love it. Yep. I love it. What you alluded to as well, yeah, we're about sharing the gospel, but we're also about helping students share the gospel, right? Helping students. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate, you know, the reality that we we come across kids every day who really, this is their church, right? Yeah. We, we find kids that say, my parents won't take me to church, but mm-hmm. this, is, this is the place where I go, where I feel like it's my church. Yeah. And we impact kids in, in so many ways like that. We see kids that come in that have never gotten a hug all, all week long. And, right. and that's where they find people who demonstrate that they love them. We'll care right? about them. So it's, it's a church feel. They, yeah. they feel like they're a part of something that they want to be involved in. They get to learn about Jesus. And they get to 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 balance that out with everything else they're hearing in the world, right? right. These kids come in very difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Um, they see things that really trouble them. Yeah. And and first priority is that place where they can come and find community. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I I've, I'm very fortunate to be able to work with elementary school kids. That, okay. And they they latch onto you and hug you. I mean, I I don't know. My heart breaks. Yeah. Right. When you find a kid that just loves to see you uh, just to get a hug, that's just right. to, just for you to tell them that you love them. That's right. So so that's my motivation. But when you think about where to invest your time, mm-hmm. um, for me, it's all about kingdom, building the kingdom. Right. Yeah. So when you think about what God has been doing in the world since the very beginning is 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 creating a a place where we will gather together in a kingdom where his son will be on the throne. That's right. And now when I think about the mission of First Priority, that's what we're about. We're about helping kids come to find that relationship with Jesus Christ so one day they will also be in that kingdom. So hmm. I can't think of a better investment than First Priority. Now there's Love a it. lot of there's a lot of scripture-based mm-hmm. uh, church-based programs out there. Yep. But this is the only one that says we're all about seeing p- kids come to know Jesus Christ. Yep. I, I mean, where else would I be investing? I mean, right. I t- for me, I would be wasting my time with any other organization. So mm. I I believe in the mission. I believe in the strategy of First Priority, how we go about it. I like the fact that we get churches involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fact that the community is involved. Yeah. Uh, so when, you, when you're bringing to bear all of those entities together— Yep. For the for the objective of seeing kids come to know Jesus Christ, so they could one day be in that kingdom. That's right. I, I can't think of a better investment. And you know, we know the parables, right? Uh, of the talents, we know the parables of of the of the pounds, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the gospels, where one day we will have to give an account for yeah. where we have invested our time and our money and our talents mm-hmm. uh, for the whole purpose of Jesus Christ saying, you know, well done, thou good and faithful servant, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm looking forward to that day. That's right. I'm not doing it just because of that, yeah. but I'm hoping that the work that I do in first priority, it'll be recognized at the judgment seat as, as being something that was that was done for, for a good purpose. That's right. And uh, I mean, you know, I can go on and on about that, but we just <laughs> the kids will change your life. I mean, right. you see the impact that you're making in their life. You walk away believing that, you know, you're doing something really, really wonderful for the kingdom. So. Well, and you never know what impact. That reminds me, Steve, I think, just told a story about 
um, a student who was at Ravenwood and he reached back out five, six years later to find out, hey, what's where's life? Where are you at? You might want to tell your story. You know, he hadn't heard from her for five, six years. She's over in Egypt um, working a secular job, but sharing the gospel. Right, it's right. like, man, yeah, that's the other side of the world. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that, you know, that person who got their feet wet in first priority and leadership experience is now impacting all the way on the other side of the world. So, yeah, we never know where where that will take them. So. You know, I'll give one one other testimony. I think is pretty unique how how first priority is influenced in our church, right? Yeah. So, uh, just about a couple months, maybe two or three months ago, uh, Larry gave us the the four circle yeah. band. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the simplicity of being able to share the gospel. I was on a mission trip down in Belize okay. with my pastor, and just because I was familiar with the four circles, you know, we we, we stayed at this. It's really nice resort mm. location, right? We were on the mission field, but we we didn't we weren't really <laughs> yeah. suffering. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, the workers would come by, and I would share with them using the bracelet. Yep. And I remember my pastor saying to me later on, he says, "I I I wish I could do that." I mean, mm. my, that's my pastor, right? Yeah, coming to me saying, "Hey, I that's just so simple. Mm-hmm. We need to do that for our church." Yep. And um, we have actually ordered. The bands and nice. we, we do that's part of our evangelism ministry today. Nice, and that's that's based on the influence of first priority, yep. just teaching the kids how to share the gospel yep. in such a simple way with these four circle bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is is coming to me now saying, "Hey, sh- you know, tell me the strategy. How do we?" That's right. You know, give me the script, mm-hmm. right? And it's 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 totally transformed our whole church. My pastor, he wear it. You'll you'll never catch him without a band on. He always mm-hmm. gives them away. He uses. A, he uses a band to pass out to people after he shares the gospel and he gives them away it. and puts another one on. Hmm. So, it, it you know, that's just a really nice story of how First Priority has really been an influence in our church from an evangelism standpoint. I love the it. simplicity of right. what we teach kids how to share. Right now, adults are, are really wanting to, to know the same hmm. strategy and, and, yep. and, and method. So, yeah. We what over, a conviction. Really, like if they if the kids can do it, I can right, do it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we try to overcomplicate it, right? You need right. a master's degree in order to speak or exactly. to talk about Jesus or whatever, right. and it's just yeah. not true. Or you need 40 minutes men. to give a full sermon, <laughs> exactly. and you don't. Right. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you're both fairly new into staff members, but uh, if somebody's considering coming on and joining First Priority in their location, wherever they're listening to this podcast, uh yeah, what advice would you give them? What thoughts? What should they consider? Or they shouldn't consider, they should just do it. <laughs> no, no. I think it's very clear that you have to get a word from the Lord. Hmm. You know, I've I've worked, and I'm sure this is a story of a lot of people, but yeah. for me, I, you know, from 15 on, I worked. I worked hard jobs. Um, I say hard. They they required critical thinking. They yeah. required um, me to, to answer to a boss. I mean, they were just the, all of the, and I wanted a promotion, and I got... I did well and I, you know, I was successful in my job. Sure. Um, but the, the work came to me. Like I would come in at 8 a.m. and all this stuff's on my desk. The emails mm. are coming. And, you know, now to be in a place of ministry where you have to go find the work, you have to go not only go to the lost, but you have to go find the churches and show your burden to them and help yeah. them and pray that the Lord's resources would come and, and so all that to say is it's totally different than a secular job. Yep. I mean, I, there's no greater thing that I've seen that 
opposing. Um, but also, you know, you have to see it in the word of God. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and it's not that like our church jokes about, it's like the point and pick method, you know, it's not like you can just open the word of God and say, you know, Acts 1, 8 tells me I should give up a secular job. You can be a minister anywhere yes. for the gospel, yes. but, Amen. but like where we were reading, you know, it, there were scriptures about raising up the tribes of Jacob and being a light to the Gentiles. And then I was like, okay, God, well, I don't really know. So yeah. you just keep reading. And then yep. there are other confirmations particular to my life yeah. where I write down, okay, God, you're saying this, you're going to have to prove it. Mm. And then when you get confirmation, yeah, you go. I like it. Um, I, I think is then no one can ever contest that. No one, if, if the days get hard, if, if the money's not what you would have loved, you can go back to what God said, I do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. That's right. Because then he'll do the rest. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm glad you went first so I could think about what I want to say. <laughs> <clears throat> I think if anybody's considering coming on board first party, here's here's what I would I would tell them. We we we're in a very prominent church indicator. So yeah. we've had I don't know how many programs that have come through that have failed. I mean, we, we know we get excited about it for two or three months and then it's another book on the shelf, right? Yeah. Yep. And these things come in. It's the next big thing that that comes through. It's like the the shiny object that we see. We go after it, and these things don't last. Yep. But if you're really looking for a ministry that has proven itself to have results, right? True results. You can see the decisions that are being made, and you can watch kids literally at the beginning of the year transform themselves by the end of the year if you're if you're excited about seeing transformation in kids mm -hmm. where they go from being introverts to to stepping out and sharing their faith um you know in leading groups and you can you can literally see the transformation if that excites you then this is this is the program to be involved in it, it has yeah. definite results so we see so many programs that come into churches and fail so many programs that that you know that are just they they don't give you exactly what they promote sure. and what they market, but this sure. is the one that I and we we've been in uh, Decatur what 15, 15, 16 years. Yeah. That's a long time. It is to do ministry really well. Mm -hmm. And what I know about people, they will invest in kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, typically, you know, once they become adults, I mean, we we typically sit down and we get lazy, but kids are <laughs> kids will. People will invest in kids, no yep. matter what age it is. You, yep. you know, it's very seldom do you see people reject investing in kids. And this is a ministry that invests in kids. And if you if you like that, if you like seeing kids being transformed, this is this is the place to be. Yep. Where you will see some definite results. You will see kids making decisions for Christ and right. rededicating their lives. And I, I can't think of anything more exciting than that. And uh, so I would say, if that's you, get that's involved. Right. That's right. Get get involved with it. That's right. I love it. Well, thank you both for joining me today. Uh, just breaking off a piece of bread with us and uh, sharing what the Lord's doing. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, as we said, as we were jumping in, yeah, two fabulous human beings. Yep. Two very unique perspectives. Yes. You have to love Al's passion mm -hmm. for the age group he's serving. Yep. And you have to appreciate that Teresa knows who she is. Yeah. She knows what she's supposed to be doing, what she's not supposed to be doing, how to stay in the midst of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's encouraging to me and I know it's encouraging to everybody listening because 
we all have different stories. We all come from different places. God calls us uh, uniquely and just got to keep following the Lord. Agreed. Well, thanks for a good show. Yeah, it was excellent. And don't forget, five-star rating, like, share, comment. We appreciate not only those of you who watch on YouTube, Mm -hmm. the three of you, but also those of you who listen on a regular basis. We're grateful uh, for your interaction. Yeah. Until next week. Until the next one. See you.